You're listening to the One Small Bite Podcast with me, your host, David Roscoe. For over a decade, I have built a successful nutrition practice helping thousands of people thrive, nourish their life, and break the cycle of crazy diets. We will take one small bite at a time to transform your health and develop a positive relationship to food. So let's chop the diet mentality, fuel your body, and nourish your soul. Okay, are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, folks, welcome back. This is your host, David Roscoe, with the One Small Buy Podcast. I'm super excited. This is another edition of the Friday Food Hack. Is a keto diet right for you? Hmm. We're going to talk everything keto. Yep, folks, everything keto. Oh, yeah. We're going to look at some of the information, the research, and what is out there about ketogenic diets and see, hey, is this something that's right for you? But before we get started, I want to remind you that this episode is brought to you by TD Wellness, a nutrition and food therapy practice where we look at people's individual wellness goals and take a non-diet approach to reaching that health and wellness. I also have another clinician, another dietitian that works with me. Her name is Kia Bourne. If you get an opportunity to go to the website, tdwellness.com, you'll see her bio, her information, and she is open for consults. If you click on the make an appointment button, she will probably get in touch with you. Excuse me, not probably. She will get in touch with you and set something up with you. So really, really excited to let you know that Kia Bourne is a great member of the team and she is right on par with what I do and where we are. So it's a great approach to helping people establish their wellness goals. Uh, Take a look, go to tdwellness.com and click on the make an appointment that'll take you to our appointment. You click on the appointment time and we will be able to get in touch with you or go to the contact us page and leave us a question and we'll be more than happy to give you a shout. So, And you can also give us a call. Our telephone number is 678-568-4717. Give us a shout. Let us know if you're interested and send something up. We'd love to work with you. All right, folks, so let's go ahead and get things started. So before I get into the whole ketogenic diet thing, what I do want is to read a great review. A lot of you guys are leaving some great reviews, and I want to always take a, um, a look at some of these reviews and read them out loud during one of these episodes. This one comes from Friendly Mirror from Complicated T dot dot dot. So this says, David sounds nu- uh, David has sound nutritional and science-based information about food and how the body puts its goodness to work. But he also has truth about how our brain, childhood interactions, and psyche is involved in our relationship with our food. I really appreciate his encouragement and to celebrate the small steps, one small bite at a time. Thank you so much, Friendly Mirror. I greatly appreciate the nice review. I think it's really, really important to be able to say that there are people leaving reviews and that, you know, I'm always looking for a review and getting to hear what it is that you want to hear about. 
And I started, you know, I'm like many of us, I, what I use Facebook nowadays for is for groups more than anything else. And so I'm a member of a group that is um, about overeating. And a person on there was talking about the other day about how they were just at their wits ends, their cravings were just horrible, and they've tried really hard to lose this weight, and they are just, they're really bad, they're so guilty, I can't keep myself from eating this food, I've been going three or four days without, uh, or with eating a lot of carbohydrates, and it just, and then there were a whole bunch of people that responded that said, go on a ketogenic diet. If you go on a ketogenic diet, that'll be the best. It'll really get to those cravings. And so that, you know, that got me thinking, okay, so a ketogenic diet, it's, is it a diet that, that's going to be right for everyone? I, I, I think you know the answer to this, but you know, let, let's explore this a little bit because I think it's really important. Ketogenic diet has gotten a lot of press. It's gotten a lot of reviews. A lot of people talk about it. You know, some people swear by it. There are a ton of podcasts on ketogenic diets. I'm really surprised. I mean, I went and I did a search on ketogenic diet podcast, and there are probably about 25. So when I see that many podcasts on one topic, you you know, that gives me some red flags because, uh, you know, the ketogenic diet is not going to last very long. And so it's like, uh, you know, I've seen this before. I've seen it again. So, you know, ketogenic diet is 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 another form of a, an extremely low carbohydrate diet. So, so let's get into it. Let's get into a little bit of the history of the ketogenic diet. The ketogenic diet was actually created in the late 1920s by a um, physician who was trying to help people with epilepsy. And this is with uh, before the advent or creation of antispamatic or anti-epileptic medication or anti-seizure medication. And so they would put people on very high fat, very low carbohydrate food or diets, and it helped. It helped their, keto, their epilepsy, their, it helped their seizures. And it's true, it's to this day, it's actually still well-researched for people with epilepsy or people that have seizures. And it is actually very beneficial. The problem is, is that it's not designed, it was never researched, and it hasn't been researched well for people, for the common individual that doesn't have seizures. But it's been taking a very big, big uh, trend, a, very, a lot of news, like a lot of people swearing by it. So the research on ketogenic diets is a little, well, not a little, it's pretty much weak when it comes to uh, average uh, individuals. The problem is, is that the ketogenic diet is based on 80% of calories coming from fat, fat sources. And so that means things like oils and cheese or dairy and uh, nuts, um, what else, uh, bacon, uh, some animal meats that are high in fat. Um, But generally, it's going to be also things like butter and creams, coconut oil, coconut butter. And then uh, it also is... What they put in the bullet coffee, which I think is MCT, medium chain triglycerides. And uh, there was this idea that if you put that in there, it's just going to give you energy. No, actually, folks, it's really the um, 
caffeine that's giving you the energy, it's giving you the boost, and there's probably a little bit more fat. So you're seeing the 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 uh, caffeine working a little bit more than instead maybe of any sugar that might be in cream. So uh, anyway, the the idea is is that uh, these medium chain triglycerides would work to fuel your body by providing your body with some ketones. And ketones are things like acetone or beta-hydroxybutyrate or acetoacetate. So these are really essential, essentially keto, ketone bodies that are produced by the body when there is a high fat utilization for energy. The problem is, is that ketones are very acidic. And so high acids can really cause the body to dehydrate very quickly. Your body has to uh, filter all of that acid, and so your kidneys are working overtime. So this is what a ketogenic diet is. It's essentially 80% fat, 15% protein, and only about 5% or less to come from carbohydrates. So this is a very low-carbohydrate diet. And if you listen to my last Friday Food Hack on Carbohydrates episode where I talk about carbohydrates and how beneficial they are for you, you'll know that 5% is just way too low. Your body needs carbohydrates as a main source of fuel. And I've had this argument from other people before. I've had people tell me, well, David, our bodies make glucose. There's a process called gluconeogenesis. Well, yeah, the body makes glucose. Absolutely it does. But it takes it from resources in our body, not fat, and not exclusively from fat. And so what happens is that at a certain point, the body can't keep making its own glucose. We need an exogenous or an external source of carbohydrates that will fuel our bodies because our bodies can't be tricked. The more we try to trick our bodies, the more our bodies will catch on. And if you listen to my episode with Dr. Buchanan, you know that you can't outwit your body. It's just not going to happen. So the big con to ketogenic diets is that you're essentially tricking the body. You're providing it with a very high fat source of fuel. And so the body then has to produce ketones. Now, the amount of ketones that are produced are not that high because what really starts happening is that your body starts breaking down lean tissue. Your muscle, your liver, and then maybe a little bit from other organs are going to produce a lot of glucose in your blood so you won't starve or so you won't lose the fuel. So a lot of people will tell me, well, David, I feel fantastic when I'm on a, a ketogenic diet. I mean, I've got a lot of energy and, I'm, and they're right. But when you're getting energy, you're probably also getting that energy, not just from that glucose, but what's happening is, is that it is a strain or a form of stress on the body. And that form of stress on the body makes the body release stress hormones. Well, you heard me talk about these stress hormones before. You heard me talk about the HPA, the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, well, this axis is the way the body relates to signals that are going on. And then the brain, through the hypothalamus, will then signal to the pituitary to then signal to the adrenal glands to make things like epinephrine, norepinephrine, um, and cortisol. And these are your flight, flight, and freeze hormones, the kind of hormones that are designed to make you move, get going, right? But we're not being chased by a saber-toothed tiger or a lion or a bear. 
And so really there's nothing that we're having to fight or freeze from or run from. I mean, technically there's a lot of chronic stress that's going on. And so when you're going on a ketogenic diet, you add more stress to your body. So what ends up happening is people early on when they start this diet, there for a few months, maybe sometimes even for as long as six months, people are saying, oh, I feel like I have all this energy. But here's where another big con comes from doing this diet. One of the biggest things, and you heard me talk about this early on with the story about that person who posted on that Facebook group, one of the things that she was saying was that her cravings were kicking in and she felt so guilty. Now, when we start feeling guilty about eating food, that only exasperates the problem. And so then we go into this tailspin. We start going, well, I've already eaten it, so what the heck, I'm just going to have a little bit more, and then, oh, well, screw it, I'm not going to really going to stick to my diet right now, and then you've eaten a whole bag, and then you even go and get something more of whatever else, and then all of a sudden, you've just now had a binge, or you've just now gone into, like I said, a tailspin, um, and then you can't think straight. You're like, oh my gosh, I can't deal with these cravings, I have a food addiction, No, what you have is a restriction addiction. (laughs) You're restricting food because you're so gung-ho about especially losing weight. When we try to do like a ketogenic diet for weight loss, what ends up happening is that we are going to exasperate the problems. Let Let me talk about a couple of other problems that happen with going on a ketogenic diet. Oftentimes, when people go on ketogenic diets, they also tend to have very low fiber because the higher fiber content of foods are contained in grains, especially legumes like beans, black beans, kidney beans, uh, edamame, soybeans, and uh, chickpeas, uh, uh, lentils. So there's a very high likelihood of constipation. The other thing that happens is that with this rapid weight loss that might happen early on, There is a likelihood, especially with women, to end up getting gallstones and developing a gallbladder disease too. So a lot of times people have to get their gallbladder removed. And that actually happens when people lose weight too fast. It usually happens more to women than it does to men. But this is yet another side effect of an extreme diet that may have a very negative effect. Now, if you have type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you are on insulin, and you're doing a ketogenic diet because you want to try to lose weight because you think that your weight is affecting your blood sugar. I mean, it, it does, but that's not the whole picture. But you go on a ketogenic diet, and when you have that low carbohydrate and you're on insulin, whew, you can have a very serious side effect. You can have what's called a hypoglycemic event, which means that your blood sugars drop really dangerously low, and that can put you in the hospital relatively quickly. The other negative side effect is that there's a likelihood that you will develop high cholesterol by being on a ketogenic diet, on a high-fat diet, because a lot of the high fats, it's really hard to maintain a ketogenic diet on a regular basis, so we have to consume a lot of fats, and so the easiest ones are dairy-based. So cheese, cream, sauces, butters, they're going to be high in saturated fat. Not to mention that you can also end up eating a lot of bacon and sausage, which contain a lot of fat too. So there's a very high likelihood that that all of that saturated fat can increase the likelihood of you developing uh, high cholesterol. All right, another problem is, as I mentioned earlier, it uh, has an effect on your cravings. The likelihood, the research shows that 
when people don't eat certain foods, that there is a likelihood that they're going to make up that food somewhere else, or their desire for that food is going to ex uh, increase exponentially, meaning they're going to have desires and thoughts about them and, and crave them and temptations and urges. And the worst part is that it's socially isolating. You ever go to a party and you're on a ketogenic diet and you're like, no, 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 I can't, I can't eat that. And then you have to explain why you have to do that. And then all of a sudden you leave the party and your mind can't stop thinking about that carbohydrate that you say, I am not supposed to have. And then you start going into this willpower tailspin. It's like willpower, willpower, willpower. Yeah, it's just not going to last. It's not going to work. All right. So uh, a lot of negatives here. Constipation, rapid weight loss could possibly lead to gallstones or uh, gall, uh, gallbladder illnesses. Uh, increased lipids or cholesterol. I talked a little while ago about the stress hormones and how that deteriorates your lean tissue. Um, I talked about the increased desires of cravings. And there's also maybe in, uh, instabilities about um, your mood and your energy level. I think it's, you know, again, it's really important to understand that diets lead us into eating more. In other words, every diet, especially low carbohydrate diets, they might be useful in the short term for weight loss, but they do not affect that for the long term. And actually, research done by um, Masej Banatk, I believe, this is a medical university of Lotz in Poland, looked at a, about 25,000 participants. And he saw that there was a relationship between low carbohydrate intakes and death rates, increased death rates, like from coronary heart disease, cerebrovascular disease, like stroke, and even cancer. So there was a 32% increase in mortality or death that looked like to be caused by a low-carbohydrate diet than those consuming a high-carbohydrate diet. So this is really interesting. Now, again, this is not cause, but there is a relationship there, right? Wow. I mean, if these are all the cons to a ketogenic diet, and people ask me, well, David, should I go on a ketogenic diet? Or what do I think about a ketogenic diet? I'm always very careful because I don't want to judge you for wanting to lose weight. I think what's important to understand is that weight is not the center of health. Weight is stigmatized by our society and therefore, there is an emotional component to that. And so that's what we don't know. What is that emotional component doing to us? What kind of stress hormones are released? Well, I mean, we know. Epinephrine, norepinephrine, cortisol, glucagon. On a regular basis, this is going to put a strain on the body, a kind of strain that is going to probably cause an illness, right? Or some kind of strain on the body. Here's an in interesting question that I often get from people. I don't get it. I don't eat that much and I gain weight. And when we look at what's going on, they're not eating much, but their stress is really, really high. They've got an overwhelming schedule. They've, they're single parents, they've got two jobs, or they're an executive at a, a high, fun, they're a high functioning executive at a company, you know, maybe at a startup or uh, a CEO of something. And, and, and anyway, they've got a really busy life. And so there's already added strain and stress, right? And so, gosh, you've, you've got to wonder uh, whether that chronic dieting 
is affecting the way our body's stress levels accumulate over time, right? Okay, so what is healthy eating then? Um, what is the answer if we want to lose weight? Well, the, the answer is we've got to focus on our health. We can't focus on weight loss. A ketogenic diet is not right. Quite honestly, the only person the ketogenic diet is right for is if you have seizures or epilepsy. So no, a ketogenic diet is not right for everyone. It's definitely not right for doing it because of weight loss. So yeah, it's just another one of those things that are going to predict the likelihood of weight gain in the future. I want to remind you to go back to episode 13, 37, and 38. And this is my interview with Evelyn Tripoli, Elise Resch, and also I would also recommend episodes 39 and 40 with Dr. Buchanan. There is a lot of information there on what intuitive eating is. Healthy at every size. You can be healthy and be overweight. We are not designed to be in a skinny body all our lives. Not all of us, at least. And sometimes being heavier weight is actually a good thing. Let's embody and embrace some of that. Let's kind of rumble with that concept. I know I'm saying something that's really difficult to hear, but it's important to understand that diets are really designed to fail us, including the ketogenic diet. I know, I know. You know, it's like, David, but I'm doing so well. I've lost some weight. Are you telling me I'm going to lose? I'm going to gain that weight back? I don't know. Quite honestly, I'm not sure if you're going to gain that weight back. What does your body tell you? Are you satisfied where you are with your eating? Are you enjoying food? Are you at war with food? These are kind of the tough questions that we have to ask ourselves. These are important questions to ask because diets are just not going to work. I'll guarantee you there's going to be some crazy diet coming around the corner. They have a five to six year span, more or less. So yeah, let's focus in on you know, what is healthy for us? Well, healthy means enjoying food. It is eating because I enjoy it, but I'm not going to overeat it. I'm also not going to eliminate something. I'm not going to eliminate something that I enjoy because of a diet. So yeah, it, it's going to require a little bit of paying attention. That is pretty much at the core of all of this. All right, folks, uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. If you have any questions about this, I'd love to hear from you. Go to my uh, one small bite podcast website. Go to www. Excuse me. www.onesmallbite.net slash contact us. I hope you enjoy it. Um, if you have a, get, a, a moment, again, go to uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Scroll down to the end of the episodes. Hit me up with some stars, and then leave me a review on there. And if you like this episode. Please, please share it with someone else. I I really greatly appreciate you for doing that. All right, folks. Thanks again for listening. I really appreciate you for for taking the time to to tune in. And I really hope that this has helped you. I want to remind you again, like always, chop that diet mentality, fuel your body, and nourish your soul. Until the next time, folks. See you soon. Take care.